Are you ready to hack your time? I'm Vicky and I am obsessed with course correcting everything that you've been taught about how to use your time because I know that you can create more success while having more fun and taking more rest. I went from doing all the things, working 80 hour weeks to creating a 15 hour work week. Listen and learn how to hack your time never have to say that you don't have time ever again. You too will learn how to accelerate without doing more today. Hi lovelies, I just wanted to drop in before we get into everything and give you a minute to check in with yourself. How are you feeling? I've been actively putting time aside to pause and check in with how I'm feeling. And you've probably been listening for a while and we are used to me speaking about slowing down to speed up. And this is part of it. And before I speak about waiting today, I want to remind you that you always have time to check in with yourself. It tends to be that when we have five minutes, we think to pick up our phone, quickly reply to that email, check our socials, quickly pay that bill. And I want to remind you that you don't have to use those five minutes to do something. You can really use those five minutes just to be, just to check in with yourself. This sounds really simple, I know, but sometimes our brains can complicate the simplest things. And it's the simplest things that often get, or have, I should say, the biggest impact. Now, this is kind of perfect to talk about before today's topic, waiting, because it's easy to get confused between an intentional pause and slow down that fuels us and is beneficial. And really, I think the key word here is intentional, right? Or one that's reactive or even subconscious that's coming from our cavewoman, caveman brain, wanting to hold us back, procrastinate and avoid anything new going into the unknown, any growth or accomplishment. Now, of course, I'm not blowing your mind by telling you that procrastinators love to wait. It's literally our thing. We wait to make decisions, then we wait to commit to those decisions, then we wait to get started implementing those decisions, then we wait to follow through and complete whatever was the outcome of those decisions. And our brains love it because while we are waiting, we are very safe. Let's get real for a minute. (laughs) Waiting literally means not doing anything. I want to stress this point with you because often we talk about waiting as though it makes sense. It's a sensible thing to do. I'm going to wait to decide what I want to do in my next career. I'm going to wait to see how I feel about dating next year. Here's the truth that you need to hear. Waiting is not a necessary step to getting shit done, accomplishing your goal, creating change, falling in love, earning more money. Like waiting does not add a single thing to the process. In fact, by definition, it halts the whole process. We don't take action from waiting. We don't learn anything from waiting. This isn't to say always hustle and rush, take time off, right? Be intentional about that. That's also something that can happen without the need for waiting. There's time off and there's time on and waiting isn't a necessary part of either of those. Intentional time off is way more 
relaxing and rejuvenating than reactionary time off. Waiting to start something and carrying around all the unanswered questions for it is more draining, right? You want to switch on, switch off. Our primitive brains love waiting, conserving that energy, avoiding the exposure. There's no failure, uh, failure. (laughs) There's no failure, there's no rejection with waiting. It's a very comfortable place to be. And waiting kills the best intentions. We make plans and then we wait. And we wait some more and we wait even more until we change the plans or quit or avoid whatever we were planning anyway. I've had countless conversations with people over the years that have looked at a company like Uber and said, I had the idea and I will tell you what I told them. Ideas are cheap. Waiting could have literally cost them billions of dollars. Now this may seem like an extreme example and it is on purpose, just to like hammer that message home. (laughs) But waiting is costing you right now. It's costing you maybe in fulfillment. It's costing you in enjoyment, in literal money, in stress. And if you do have an innovative idea or work in a service-based industry helping others, then it's also costing the world and costing other people. Problems don't get solved and solutions are not created from waiting. I spoke with someone a few weeks ago and she was waiting for the right time to launch her NGO. And I know she listens to this podcast. So waiting is costing people that need her help. Now today I'm tackling waiting as a concept because we love waiting too much and it's not serving us. To begin with, I want you to think about something you are waiting to do right now. Where now doesn't feel like quite the right time, but you know you want to do it at some point. It can be waiting to launch the business or market yourself on your personal social page. It can be waiting to write that book or waiting to go on those apps and create a date. It can be waiting to train for a marathon. We can be waiting to make a decision on something. In fact, that is really what is happening. We are just waiting to make a decision, deciding what to do, when to do it, how to do it, how to start, who to tell. You get the idea. Now, waiting in itself seems pretty harmless. And in fact, we've been doing it for so long, we've talked ourselves into it being a good thing, waiting for the right time to do something. You've probably heard this so much that it makes complete sense that there is a right time, which is so interesting because the right time will always be an opinion, something we decide. It's not quantifiable in any way. So when we are waiting for the right time, we are giving up responsibility and taking away our ability to decide the time is right. There is no right time or the time is always right. You decide. Stop waiting for a fucking sign. This is your sign. This episode, this podcast, this time, this, or I should say the time is right now. Now, another common story is waiting to feel good about something. You know what feels good? Eating ice cream. And I'm all for eating ice cream, but it's not going to be the strategy to achieving your goals. You know what feels even better than eating ice cream? Achieving your goals, blowing your mind, being present in your personal life because you are on top of your work and your to-do list. Now, the last one I will mention today is waiting for an idea to come to me. 
This can show up when we're looking to problem solve, for example, and we decide to wait. Newsflash, you are in charge of your brain. Your brain doesn't decide when to give you ideas. You decide when to create them. Your brain doesn't want you to know this because then it's gonna have to do some more work. But ask your brain any question and it will answer it. This is how the brain works. It's your tool there to help you, not the other way around. So what are your thoughts about waiting? Is it sensible? A good thing. It shows patience. I'm just repeating some things that I've heard, but I encourage you to take some time and really even grab a pen and a piece of paper and write down some of your thoughts about waiting. You will want to pause the podcast here. Next up, I want you to think about a time you've wasted, well, wasted and waited. (laughs) I'll say a time you've waited for something for the right time, for it to feel good, for the idea to come for you, come to you. Maybe all three. And that time never came and the thing never happened. Maybe it was something like asking someone on a date. Maybe it was visiting somewhere you really wanted to go to. Maybe it was launching a business. I wouldn't be surprised if every one of you listening could create 10 examples fairly quickly because waiting is a habit. We wait to do one thing, our brain gets really comfortable, right? It likes the safety and the energy conservation and then builds a system around continuing to encourage waiting. And we just believe whatever our brain tells us. This shows up in different ways. Your brain doesn't always just say the words, let's wait. That would be way too easy. It shows up in that I'm not ready. I need to get one more certification. I'll start next year. I don't have enough time right now. I'll save more money first. All sounding really logical and sensible. All waiting for that right time to feel comfortable, for it to be easy. And all stopping us from getting shit done. I had a call with someone this week and she said she'd been waiting 21 years to just get older and hope things changed. And can you guess what happened? Nothing changed. This is what we do. We waste years waiting. And if we were to add up all the time you spend waiting, we would literally be adding up years. And as a coach, I stop you waiting. Waiting is to time what lighting a fire is to money. Completely wasteful and counterproductive. We end up with less time less money, burning time, waiting in no man's land. Now, this is not to say that we should do all the things all the time. You know I'm not about that. That's not the solution. But when we stop allowing waiting to be our normal, we start making decisions over what we do want to do and prioritize and commit and then start moving forward on what we have decided is important and everything else gets dropped. Now, most people freak out here They want to continue carrying all the things around, even though they end up doing nothing. Now, this keeps us in waiting mentality, which means even once we've decided what to prioritize, we still allow waiting for all the other things, waiting to get started, waiting to finish, delaying, procrastinating. It invites this habit back in and it shows up in the areas that we are working on, the goals we are looking to achieve. It slows us down, drains our energy, and chips away at our confidence. There is no waiting. There is doing or not doing. This is so much lighter and it frees your brain up to be more creative, more resourceful, and problem solve better. 
It's something I teach my clients when it comes to managing their schedules and their to-do lists. And the same exact thing applies to achieving your goals. Hey, if you want to get five hours a week back minimum for life, then I want to invite you to join Time Hackers. It's this podcast on speed where you'll get access to time hacking tools not shared on the podcast. You'll get access to my proven process for hacking your time to get five hours back every week at least. It's also my favorite place to hang out and will be yours too as you connect with other time hackers where you'll get celebrated, supported and coached of course. You are a time hacker. This is where you belong. Head to vickylouise.com forward slash group. I can't wait to see you there.